this is the last coffee house guess what we are doing today david lynch the man himself he has come out with i know every day he does his weather report and of course i've been watching each of those they're very informative but he's got a new video. It is something I've never seen before. It's called Rabbits 1. So I'm just going to, I'm going to watch it, describe it for you, and discuss what the hell it might be about. What a treasure. What a treasure this guy is. So let's see. It was, it was posted one day ago. One day ago. So I'm, I'm top of the curve here in digesting David Lynch stuff. David Lynch Theater. It's got a little uh, title card. It's a little simple. It's just a theater. And it's uh, black and white. It's flashing a little bit. We are zooming in. It's still flashing. Still zooming. We open on a curtain. The curtain pulls away. It says, rabbits. Not the highest quality in the <laughs> in the actual text. <laughs> Starring Scott Coffey, Laura Elena Herring, and Naomi Watts. As Jack, Jane, and Susie, respectively. Pretty simple name scheme there. Jack, Jane, and Susie. Okay. There are some rabbits, and they are in a domestic situation. They are sitting... It's a little a little eerie, though. Um, it's not animated. It's live action. There are two people in rabbit costumes. One of them is ironing in the background. The other one is in the foreground. It looks like reading a book on a couch. This was something that was made a while ago, wasn't it? Still ironing. <laughs> Still going. I don't think a page has been flipped yet if they are, in fact, reading a book. There's a door to the left. There are a couple of accoutrements around the room. There are shadow ears in the background. Shadow rabbit ears. I think they're from the foreground rabbit. There's a lamp. There's a little opening cut out of the back of the room. Okay, this is making me uneasy. I feel like this is wrong for some reason. It's just still ironing. The rabbit in the dress, pink dress, is still ironing. The rabbit in the foreground has like a, a lighter pink shirt or blouse. So it might be two female rabbits. Like Jenny, I'm getting a little anxious right now. <laughs> Like, genuinely. I'm genuinely getting anxious. Okay, what is this? I mean, when it comes to the thematics, uh, rabbits, what do we know about them? We, we know that they are particularly fond of procreation. These two are not procre- Oh, door opened. What? We got a clap. So it is some kind of sitcom. Confirmed. Some kind of sitcom. The rabbit walked through the door in a suit. The clapping's still going on. That's why I'm talking a little louder. But he just stopped and he's looking out. I mean, I technically don't know the genders of each of these, but we'll call it a he. He just stopped at the door and now he went and sat on the couch, on the opposite side of the couch. There are a total of three rabbits now. This is... The one rabbit said she was going to find out one day. Turned to him and said that. When will you tell it? Were there any calls? She said, what time is it? And we had some canned laughter. So I was anxious. Now, for some reason, I'm loving this. I don't know what the hell is going on in my brain right now. He stood up a little abruptly. He said, I have a secret. Jesus. The one in the background stopped ironing. She said, there have been no calls today to raucous laughter. Nope, the one in the background's back to ironing. He sat back down. Oh my god, what is happening right now? He said, I am not sure. Oh no, the iron- okay, the ironing one is walking up behind them on the couch, and we got a clap. Some nice applause. Their ears are differently situated for each one. A coincidence, he says. The one in the background laughed? She said, don't- do not forget today is Friday. And then there was laughter. Where was it, she says. I hear someone, he says, turning to the door. One of them says, there's something I would like to say to you, Susie, and then there's more laughter. He stood up, he's walking to the door. 
He's opening the... I'm back to uneasy. He walked out. He opened the door. He looked for a second, and then he walked out of the door. They're both looking at the door now, the two who are left. He's coming back. Jack's back. And they clapped again. And he's just standing looking at the door again, maybe waiting for the applause to finish. It's still going, though. It's still going. It's dying down. Okay, it's done. And now he's walking over to the couch. Oh, my gosh. One of them just said, oh. The one the, the ironing one just said, oh, and they laughed. The crowd laughed. It must be after 7 p.m., Jack says. I've heard those things being said before, says... I think that's Jane or Jill or the other one. I will bet you are both wondering, Jack says. It is still raining, she says. I've misplaced it. I am sure of it now, says the one in the background. I don't know, what are they talking about? All day, she says, and there's laughter. This makes me so uneasy. It was a man in a green suit, he says. Why, she says. It may even be later, he says. Is this like the lack of communication? I am going to get them, and the one in the background, the one who's ironing, is walking away now. To the back. Now he's having a... Oh, he stood up abruptly. Don't do that. Now he sat back down. Okay, come on, man. Where was I, he says. I only wish they would go somewhere, she says. It's got to be something about communicating amongst people. Because they keep... They, like, talk to themselves. I almost forgot, he says. He's looking, no, he's looking at the, he's walking back to the door, walking back to the door. He opens it, and he leaves. I think the door sound was off just then. Knowing David Lynch, it was probably deliberately. He opened and came back in, and they clapped again. And he's standing, staring off into the nowhere while they clap, waiting for them to finish so he could sit down again. He's some creepy looking bunnies too. They're not like nice little fluffy happy white bunnies. That sounds right, that's not racial, that... <laughs> Just scary-looking bunny costumes. And he sat down. Were you blonde, he asked somebody? Susie. He asked Susie whether she was blonde. I could hear it also, says the other one. I think that's Jane. When it happens, you will know it, he says. Oh, lights Lights are messing up. It's a red tint over everything. Now the lights went out. There's a big light overhead. Nobody's reacting. There might be an abduction happening. Okay, the background... Oh my god, there's some demonic stuff. I would say what he's saying. I don't know what's being said. I think it's Susie talking, but in a scary evil voice. And there's this, like, over the lamp in the background, there's this, like, mouth, evil-looking mouth. And she's holding two lights. She's leaving. It has faded to black. Now it's back on again. Just the regular lighting. And she's coming back. I don't know what the hell that meant. Now she's just standing behind them, behind the couch. And they're both just sitting there. There was a call for you earlier in the day, says Susie, I think, the one in the background. We're not going anywhere, says Jack, maybe channeling some Jack Nicholson. I almost forgot, says the other one sitting on the couch, Jane or whatever. I knew that was what happened each time I thought about it, says Jack. Are you going to tell, says the other one, the Jane or whatever. It is the rain, says Jack. It's gotta be about communication. I was wondering when Susie was going to do that, she says. Who was it, he says. It must be the rain, she says. Like they, it is 11.15 p.m. It is dark outside and there's laughter. Maybe that's just he's trying to sell his weather reports. Oh, footsteps. And Jack says, quiet. Jack is getting up again. Every time he does this, it, like, it gives me an anxiety attack. Now he's walking slowly over to the door. Turning the knob. He's slowly stepping out. 
closing the door. Door opens, and he's back, and there's applause. He stands and stares and waits for the applause to die down. Applause is still going. And there you go, walking over to sit. Let me tell you, he says. I do not think it is the rain, she says. He goes to work each morning, and then he comes back home each night. Is it the quotidian? Is it the routine? It may have been a coincidence, he says. Uh, now Susie's doing something. She's walk. Oh, she's come to the coming around the couch, and she's sitting in between them now. This is the first, and now they're both comforting her. It did not happen that way, she says. Fade to black. Is that it? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's over. What is going on? What happened there? Oh. Okay, so now I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp of. Film in general, thematic storytelling. I've read a lot of a lot of books, a lot of books in my time. Let's try, let's try to piece this together together just a little bit, just a little bit. So we've got two bunny, we've got rabbits, we've got rabbits. They're not bunnies, they're not cute. They're rabbits. Uh, That's something that I learned from somebody. So these rabbits, they could be representative of procreation just in general. I mean, that's the thing that you associate with rabbits. Obviously, David Lynch would be annoyed that I'm trying to explicate this whole thing like this. But, you know, what are you going to do? So rabbits could be representative of that. So the point of marriage and all that, the domesticity, the domestic life and all that is, is the procreation. Rabbits could be representative of that fact. That you strip away all of the the trimmings and the drapes and all the extra stuff around what marriage is. That really fundamentally, internally, it's just about the procreation. Now, it being a sitcom, I love that aspect of it. That you just, you have the laughter and the applause at just times that don't make any sense. Like, there is never a joke when, when they were laughing <laughs> and the applause was just, he got home. Maybe it's a criticism of that. It's like going through those rote exercises of work, of leaving, of returning, of that sort of thing. That that's supposed to deserve applause. Saying mundane things on a couch is supposed to deserve applause. <laughs> Obviously, I probably should have watched this like three times and then tried to talk about it. But I've seen it once and I was trying to talk about it while I was watching it. So who the hell knows? What else do we have? We, we have some scary stuff after she leaves. She comes back. And there's a scary voice from the light in the background when it's all red. What, what do they talk about? He talks about what time is it. She seems to imply like some kind of infidelity or something like that at certain points. God, I can't even. It's like, it's such a fever dream. I just don't know. And he thinks that there are people walking outside and goes to check. And there never are. He just leaves and then comes back. He has a secret. What's his secret? Could be, it probably isn't something as mundane as infidelity or something like that. But the name's Jack, Jane, and Susie. Susie's kind of a, a little kid name. Well, you would you would think of it as a little kid name. Like, that's the child. And they were comforting the child. The child was ironing at one point. Through most of the beginning, the child was ironing. What, what are the... I can't remember much of the dialogue now. Like I think because I kept repeating it, it just it just became a thing in my brain that I didn't assess or try to try to recall. So God, it definitely has. So there are different levels that you try to hit somebody, obviously, with your your work with something that's supposed to be entertaining or do something around those lines. So that you can have just kind of the basic. I'm teaching you something, or I'm trying to make you have a good time, and or I'm trying to make you identify with what's going on here, or. There's the kind of Lynchian, <laughs> I'm just hitting you with, 
the friggin' creepiness of what being human is like. And obviously, it could be some kind of a, a more straightforward just criticism of sitcom culture, but I think Lynch is a tad deeper than that. I think he's really interested in kind of the fundamentally absurdist and terrifying meaning of being human in general, so I think it, it would be more, more along those lines rather than just criticizing people who make sitcoms. So, overall, I'm sorry, I'm not more insightful uh, on this. Like I said, I'd never watched it before, so I'm just trying to pick it up as I, as I went through it. And if you want to watch it, I mean, it's only like 15, we went through the whole thing, it's only like 15 minutes long, so you can go have a watch, you can let me know, <laughs> let me know. That's, uh, that's pretty fascinating. Uh, I just, it makes me want to watch all David Lynch's movies again and talk about them all. Uh, so for now though, we're going to call that an episode because we're already 20 minutes in. So we're going to call that an episode and uh, this is the last coffee house. We'll have more books coming up next week. We're getting through a lot of books right now and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>